two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. Hello, musical theater performers. I am here with my dear, 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 dear friend for life, Shirley Gore. And I'm so honored to interview you this, I don't know, third, fourth, tenth. Well, if we're not at tenth, there will be a tenth time, honestly. Looking at this year and taking in all the struggles to come up with a positive conclusion, a positive for look forward into the next year. I think that's big. I think 2020 was all types of hell. 2021 was still recovery. Honestly, I feel like deep down we knew that, even though we didn't want it to be that, we knew it would not be like suddenly 100%. And right. so now, you know, there's, there's a bit of this hardships that are happening at the end of the year, depending okay. on your life. And I'm not trying to belittle, I'm trying to say, depending right. on, but like, what can't like, let's find way, a, a way or ways to just look at it differently. Uh, I don't know what you feel comfortable sharing, Shirley, but I would love for you to share your, whatever you feel comfortable with your personal story going from 2020 into this year, like little bits and pieces that stand out to you as like struggles. You could say big picture, you can get more specific. I don't care because every time you speak, Mm. it's awesome. Mm. Thank you, Jenna. I was literally, you know, Facebook will remind you like what you were doing like year before this, year before, and all of our interviews are in like one row in my memories from 2019, the year before. Yes, so I've been reposting our interviews all day on, you know, from the years prior on my Facebook. So I think that this is awesome that Facebook has it now noted as a memory from the past years of us doing this. And I was like, baby, look, it's me. I was like, he said, what are you doing today? I said, it's me and Jen, it's me and Jen, it's me and Jenna's day. And like each year, this has been our day to just recap and be like on the 30th. Yeah. On the 30th. That is by chance. I that that's never been purposeful. So that that's this is the, like I think the third year of doing it on the yes. third. Wow. Yeah, on the thirtieth, and so wow. just intentional timing, and that just speaks to a how we are still in alignment, which I'm so grateful for. B, we made it. That's what that means. That means we made it, Jenna. I and told so you, let's just, that's the best thing. Let's just, just sit in that, sit in the, the making it. I, um, my husband and I just got over the flu and every person that I called, my opening statement is we made it. There was a moment in that flu, you text me and was like, hey, I was like, oh, so I'm, I think I'm dying. I have the flu. It's not COVID, but I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how I got here. I remember sitting in the middle of my bed, just crying to my husband saying, what's wrong with us? What is this in my body trying to control my mind and my thoughts? And it's like something I've never had before, Jenna. So in that moment, it was also divine timing because it was it was spirit and the universe and God and whatever you believe in, it was dealing with me. 
I had to deal, I had to sit with me. Wow. And that's what that was. That's what that afforded me, an opportunity to sit with me. And so in me sitting with me, I was like, now let's reflect. What have you done and what can you do? And I was like, I made it out of one of the biggest pandemics during my time here on earth. Not that I make, not only did I make it out, my husband made it out. My parents who were in their seventies made it out. I have six other siblings, they made it out. Their families made it out. I did not attend one funeral. And not so, not many people, not everyone was lucky like that. And not everybody can say that. Yeah. So that is my takeaway. We made it. No more trying to come up with these real elaborate, you know, the, the circumference of the world and how we are moving as, as atoms in the, no, we made it. We made it. I have breath in my body. I breathe I with you. Like, I'm able to look at Jenna. Jenna, you're in a home now. I know. You're in a home, my love. Like, what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a really a moment for a recon a deconstruction and then a reconstruction of what's what was happening. We weren't, there were a lot of things we were not doing right. A lot of things had to be uprooted from the root. Nobody was exempt from COVID, COVID, nobody. And we live in a world of I'm exempt from that. Oh, I'm exempt. Your, your economic status, well, your, your color, your race, your what you do, who your parents are. We had a lot of hall passes that were being granted to people, but COVID gave no one a hall pass. It, it leveled the playing field. Death is death. Sickness is sickness. Yeah. It did not care what you look like out here. So it had everybody take inventory. We took inventory. And then, especially in our homes, a lot of homes didn't make it out of COVID. A lot of marriages didn't make it out of COVID. A lot of churches didn't make it out of COVID. Yeah. Shows, so, theaters. Mm -hmm. Shows, theaters. And so we had, but things had to be snatched and peeled away and to fall away and to, you know, figure out what part of organizations weren't growing that needed to die. Governments, there's a lot of that stuff that needed to, to, to fall away. And so this was the year of, for me, we made it, now what are you gonna do? And so I'm excited. I love that. I, you know, I have absolutely overlooked that and it makes everything else seem, I'm not saying they're not important, but it seems it, it's easier to come with gratitude when you just look at it. That's simply being grateful for who made it in your life, who is still here and like putting your energy into them, the people who love you, who you, who are your family and who are your chosen family, you know? That's, that's, I love how you just simplified that. It just came to you and oh my God, 
That's so in profound. This conversation we're having. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, Jenna, it is, we make things intricate. Things are brought to us very black and white, our trauma and where it lands in us. That's what makes it gray and has all of these different things are brought to us, you know, good or bad, black or white, up or down, left or right. There, 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 there was no, there is a merging, but you still have to come from the right or the left to merge. Mm -hmm. You still have to come from a very direct direction in order to merge, in order for things to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to come, in order for something to be flat, it had to come from here or here to become flat. Yeah. So we are all merging right now and it's making a lot of people uncomfortable because it's like it's almost like when a dam breaks and there are fish that have never been in a downward stream there are you know what i mean there's a whole their whole world is being uprooted and now they're swimming with fish they've never seen before the alligators are now you know what i mean the who was prey is now becoming the you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. the ecosystem has been completely thrown off. Yeah, it has. Like, truly. Like, not even slightly. Like, very, very thrown no. off. You know, and all, I, I mean, I think it was meant to be. Absolutely. Because the way the ecosystem has been... It, the way it's, it's been working... The, the way it's been working is not working. Correct. Uh, so, it's been mishandled very mishandled it's almost like um it's almost like uh putting the wrong type of brakes on your car and every so often you would hear grinding and you're like well what is that i just put new oh i'll just keep going and then before you know it your axle is off and mm -hmm. then something else and then you're like well what well it's because you put those bad brakes on it two years ago yeah because they were new you just, they were, they could, they can be new and wrong. Yeah, it's true. They can be very wrong. And like, we're learning that we're learning how we need to, uh, I mean, me, like where I still need to get educated and keep on top of things, keep my ears open, stay humble, you know, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's and an that whole stay, that whole stay humble thing too, is a very fine line um, that I'm noticing Jenna in my new awakening from the flu mm. it's like I'm always like is God pleased with me did I do this the right way is yeah. God pleased with me is God pleased with me did I handle this person the right way when we're not handling our set it's like if who who's gonna jump up and down for you yeah. people just don't have it in them anymore yeah they just don't have it in them to celebrate like we like we used to, you know, they there's this saying where, you know, you should only walk into rooms where people are celebrating you. Mm. And I'm like, that can be a thing because, you know, our first mind is like, where, where can we find that? And it's like that there there are those rooms. There are rooms that exist like that. And it is my job in going into 2022 to find that room because I am worthy of being in that room. I have been groomed for greatness. 
That is it. That is my truth. I have been groomed to be great. I like that. That's true. And so have you. Yeah. So have you. So why not uh, brush up on that greatness? Why not have that mirror moment and say, oh my God, Jenna, you're great. Like you just went from doing a timed workout effortlessly flowing into this interview. That's, that's greatness. That's greatness. <laughs> this is true what she's saying. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> that just I mean, happened. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm watching you go and stop. Four, three, two, one. Thank you so much. Shirley, are you ready for this interview? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no water break. A pause time. I was like, nope, I got my buy water. I'm like ready to go. I appreciate that. I didn't think about it. For me, I'm just going like, okay, I'm going to do my workout, squeeze it in. I contacted you saying, okay, I'm running five minutes late, you know, because I wanted to make sure I fit fit this in. Yes. I, I was like, I was pushing it. I was like, yes. let's do, and I did. Yes. I like, for you me, nailed it. Win. I nailed it. I did it. You nailed it. <laughs> so you're, you, you too have been groomed for greatness and we owe it to our parents. We owe it to our ancestors. Mm. We owe it to the, to the gifts that are within us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, to, to reach for that greatness. If that means that you get dressed every day and say, look how amazing I am. Uh. I don't say that enough to myself. I don't get in the mirror enough. I woke up at four o'clock yesterday morning feeling like a million bucks. And I was like, I'm going to put makeup on this one. Yes. I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm yes. going to let someone else do for me what I wake up aspiring to do for everyone else. Every day. Oh, I love that. Yes. I'm, I'm a fan. Yes. It sounds so, so this, to say that, but like, that's actually a lot of us. We don't do that. We overlook that. We're always a slaving for ourselves or just not even doing it for ourselves altogether. No, that that's over. Yeah. It's over. Cause you're, you're a brand. Yeah. You're a brand. And so it's like, I don't, I don't want to be one of those brands that only look, that only look okay. in, in, in the, in the stock photos that I took of myself. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to exude in, in being that greatness. And even when I say greatness, I'm saying I am great. Even sitting in here on my couch with my laptop, this is the greatness I have been destined for. I love I'm it. sitting in it. Yeah. It doesn't That's, have to be my name in lights. It doesn't have to have a book on the shelf or oh, all those things I am aspiring for, mm -hmm. but it does not have to. Grace has grace and, 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 and becoming and all of that. And, and, and it, it has, there's levels to it. Yeah. Absolutely. We're there. We're there. Yeah. You are sitting in is this is this is the greatest time to be alive. Yeah. We we have we have bared we have bared witness to one of uh the biggest things that has happened to the United States of America. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I remember when people, I remember when people were talking about, the, you know, comparing it to the flu. And as a medical professional, I was very frustrated because for me, I was looking at it as like, oh, we figured it out with the flu. So we don't need to worry. And that's mm -hmm. what, why I didn't like that rhetoric of comparing it to the flu. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, 
it was it was it was being used to belittle covid mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. but historically if you really go into the flu that's what it was initially it was yeah. killing people it was a big problem that's why we have an annual vaccine for it you know it actually was this um so even though you but but the thing is is like the the usage of it really really frustrated me but knowing that they got through it i saw uh and i would have to honestly look it up because this was just a regular social media post made by who knows so i i would have to honestly see the truthfulness mm-hmm. but it did hit home so uh, I, I thought it was kind of cool if it was true mm-hmm. that there used to be hugging parties after the flu when people were recovering so people could get contact. Yeah. I got to look that up to see if that's a hundred percent true. I don't know. Um, heard of that. But I mean, I've to heard, me, I'm going like, wow. It, it, it's also kind of wow to me too, because I, I always think that back in the day, they were much more prudish compared to how we are now. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the fact that they were doing hugging parties, I'm like, wow, that I feel like that's risque. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from that time, but that's just where my brain is looking at how they dressed and everything is much more proper, you know? Yeah, but you but also keep in mind that there were different um, pods of people. Yeah. So yeah. where where there where you, where there were posh, there were also your hippies that were doing the hugging parties and saying while those posh people are you know having whiskey and hot toddies to get rid of their whatevers, we're over here you know, grounded up this grass and hugging and getting the shrooms from the land and all of the medicine from the plant, the plant medicine. Those were the people that were saying, okay, let's hug it out. Let's build up these immune systems. We don't do, I told my girlfriend, I said, we don't do a lot of ancestry. A lot of the healing came from sharing stories, Mm. put you ground up this, this seed and put it with this sap and then, and then ground this up. And it's from from going over here and saying, hey, go ask Miss Dottie how she healed that snake bite. Okay, so she put three things of okra and then she put two pots of black beans and then she adds some cocoa and then she added a little bit of water and then she just let it sit for three days. They mm-hmm. weren't going to Walgreens. Right. And people were living. Mm-hmm. They were talking about it. Spirit was telling them in their dreams and in their lucid dreams and and how they were communicating. They were all having these meetings and saying, okay, this is what's healing our community. We have to pull it from the land. Yeah. So the land was healing the community. Saying, let's hug it out. Let's heal each other. Mm -hmm. So that's that's not too far-fetched. That's where not. you know where in the old days they would if one kid got chicken pots and they had six other kids they put them all in the room so y'all can all get it at the same time there that is such a thing that is such a thing i love that that's uh, i love that I, I, i'm just gonna call out what everybody's hearing Shirley has a way of looking, saying something. I'm very much a person where I'm like, enjoy the journey, enjoy it. But Shirley, you always go into more depth to give just all these tangible examples and and also bring imagination and truthfulness all into this one magical pod of different ways of exploring the same thing. So it never feels old in conversation. It's great. Thank you for that. I appreciate appreciate that, Jenna. 
I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do to me, Jana. Yeah, it's me all, too. You know, it's always, uh, um, but you ask, you do a great job interviewing people. You, you're a great listener. You know, um, a lot of people say, well, Shirley, you know, how do you know what questions to ask when you're interviewing people? And I'm just like, the conversation tells me what to ask. I don't have I don't have these, you know, questions, these lot of, you know, I may have the first question out the gate, you know, who are you? How did you get here? What, you know, what do you want us to know about you? But through conversation, the conversation tells you where you need to go, where the next place to go. And so it's always a pleasure just conversating with you about um, life and the perspective of performers, the perspective of wives, the perspective your perspective as as a you know Caucasian woman and my perspective perspective as an African American woman and 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 then our perspective as wives and our perspective as as lovers of mankind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I appreciate the fact that you allow me uh, to speak as candidly as I need to to get the message out there. It doesn't oh. matter what we're talking about. I, you do a great job. I, I, I just think you're so graceful in the way that you say things. It's awesome. Uh, it's, it's very natural. You've always been a beautiful speaker ever since in your twenties, when we first met, um, and we're still in our twenties. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we just met like a couple of years ago. It's fine. No big deal. No big deal at all. <laughs> <laughs> with with this year coming to a close, I would just like to, uh, however long it takes, I would like, I think the last topic to really speak on here would be to anyone who's just feeling so run down in the concept that, God, I can't take another year of this pandemic. Anybody who might just feel, feel, be in a rut, would you mind speaking to that in any way? The first thing that pops into your mind. Why not? Why not? Why not? How dare you? How dare you? How could you consciously say, I don't think I can take another year when wives taking their husbands to the ER to drop them off to get tested for COVID and never saw them again. I dare not even, even muster up the language or the verbiage to even submit that request to the universe. To even, I have chills all over my body at the thought of even murmuring, I don't think I can do this. Because they're, they're accepting, they're taking names. So be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Are you sure is my only question. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because there's there's about there's about fifty thousand people 
that would take your life any day. There are 50,000 headstones. There's 10,000 bodies buried in, in one grave behind this pandemic. So I ask that you stir up that gift of God that is within you. Cut those sickly umbilical cords of people, places, and things that are literally the sucking the little bit of life out of you. Get rid of it. Start a gratitude journal. I woke up. There's no labored breathing. My back is still intact. I'm standing up. I can feel my feet underneath them. Okay. My husband, his chest just went up. He's breathing. My mom just posted something. There's, I mean, before you get out of bed, there's 20 things you can be grateful for. Just, if, just by observing. People are going, people are leaving here in their sleep because they didn't know they had COVID. I woke up and my husband was on the floor. You've heard the horror stories, Jenna. My father, he was supposed to go to the doctor today and we found him in the bathroom. So I just say to them, are you sure? Have you really thought this through? And if you haven't, you've had all the time in the world to come up with one reason why you still wanna be here. What have you been doing? What were you doing? Because I was healing. I was apologizing. I was making some amends. Because we all thought the end of the day of the day of the day was here. There was a couple months where the world was like, this is it. So what, what did you do? What has you feeling so that why, where's the not enoughness coming from that makes you feel like you cannot do this? And that's probably where, that's probably the group where the hugs need to ensue because a lot of people were left lonely, but those were a lot of people that God need to deal with. A lot of those people were supposed to heal during this pandemic and they didn't. We were growing, we were purging, we were moving. When God said move, we moved, we packed up. Jenna, I'm moving again. You say, girl, me too. Keep moving until you get it right. Keep moving. Stop listening to the people, listen. People will tell you, no, stop, don't, depending upon where their trauma is. Should I go buy that purse? Girl, don't you waste no money on that purse. But her problem is she wasted $30,000 on this purse and her child, her dog ate it or something. That's her trauma, but she's gonna tell you not to buy that purse. Stop asking people, move. When, that, when you get that niggle in you, when you get that, nothing gives you, nothing gives you momentum like starting something. Huh, Jenna, nothing gives you momentum like I started this podcast. 
You know how many people told you to change the name, do this, do that, don't do this, Jenna, put it this way, don't put these boundaries up, don't do this, don't, how many conversations have you and I had where people are trying to tell you don't, stop, do, and I'm like, Jenna, run. Yeah. Because they're telling you don't, you should. Yeah. Those are the people that won't be around. Oh, exactly. They won't. Because they're going to move on to the next person's project and tell them don't do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. Let me go over here. Girl, you shouldn't do that. Damn, she did it too. All right, well, girl, you shouldn't wear that. They're all reflections of who they are. And if they can't get a good mirror out of you, they'll go to someone else. Mm -hmm. So true frighteningly true yeah 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 go through that with with different traumas whether it's relationship trauma whether it's girl drama whether it's your business is better than mine or I had that I had that idea that was kind of sort of like that you took my idea and I'm like it's enough people around this world that if we all took the same idea we could all use the resources from that idea The world needs resources. Mm-hmm. You could you could start to go back and get your sisters in, in Pittsburgh. You could start to go back and get your sisters. You could start to go back and get your, We all need the resources from it. As long as you serve in the community. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So I love life. I love life because it could not be so. And I am very excited about, you know, my, the next life on, on my other planet. But for right now, I'm going to do what I have been ordained to do. And that is to live my best life. I have been destined for greatness. I have been groomed for it. And it was not for nothing. I didn't, I didn't get it by osmosis. I didn't get it by a silver spoon being in my mouth. I got it from crying on the phone with girlfriends saying, why not me? I got it from praying and saying, God, tell me what you want me to do. You tell me what you want me to do. Jenna, what, how do you think I should do this? Does this sound right? Does this look right? Should I do it? So I say, do it, Jenna. You have, you consistently and continually encourage me to do more and to be better. Every time I see you, you are doing something and you are being better. <laughs> I mean, the energy that you have is the same energy I met you with over a decade ago. And you've been through some things. So I thank God that your light is still intact. Oh, I feel the same about you. Oh, thank God for you. I seriously, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to end this, not because we can't keep going. We could go on forever, but I just want to hang out with you for a little bit. So ha ha, more Shirley to myself. Where can people find you on Instagram? Instagram, Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y underscore Gore, G-O-R-E. On Facebook, the same thing, Shirley Gore. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. I love you. Love to everyone in the musical theater world and honestly, the world at large. Hang in there one day at a time.